Forgiving yourselves and others can be sticky. Let's get unstuck together. Come on, guys. It's time to just go F yourself. Forgiveness starts here. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Just Go F Yourself. We're having um, we're having a girl's little day and a spiritual meeting today. What would, you, what would we call this? Yeah, just a, a spiritual get-together. Get-together, gathering. Gathering of good energy, Of kindred spirits. Much needed. Uh, we got the Archangel Michael incense. Thanks to Jen. Thank you. You're from, welcome. from her last Sedona trip. So cool. Love. Thank you. It smells delish, doesn't it? Does. it? Can you guys smell it? It's yeah. scrumptious. It's so Cleansing. good. So I, Calming. You guys, soothing. we're all, we got friends in the house today. We got Christina Flack. Woohoo! Hello. Who's, who's been with us, I don't know how many times. I don't know. I thought, but always, you're always, always I'm welcome. I'm so grateful. I always think it's in. my last show. <laughs> Never, never, never. We have my friend from grade school, Jen, on the show. Hello. 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 Jen's been on the show with us before, too. And, of course, Laura and Ashley. Hi. The The regulars. Our little regular peanut gallery over here. Exactly. So how is everyone today? Excellent. I'm having a great old day. Are we vibing high? So great. Are we not letting a-holes get to us? Nope. They, they only can get to you if you let them. So don't let them. I know. Don't give them that energy. I agree. I agree. Not worthy of you. I know. I know. True. Yeah. But in the moment. Oh, it's infuriating for in sure. In the moment. I just have to take a few woosas. You've got to go breathe and let it out. Clear and release. Inhale the good shit. Think Exhale the bullshit. Yes. Right? That's a good one. Yeah. Well, we're on a roll today with our incense burning. Oh, yeah. We're on a, we're on a little woo-woo. Air conditioning going on. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be freezing before you know it. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. I keep it parka weather in here. Parka weather. And Laura. She does. Laura's always got the sweaters and parkas on, and I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, Laura always brings, like, a snow coat. The girls have space heaters in here and everything else. I just, like, whatever. It makes me laugh. <laughs> I run hot, girl. I got girls. I got hot. Like I got hot ideas popping. I got. I run hot all, all the time. That, all that energy. That's right. Yeah. I got stuff running through me that I can't control. Yeah. Half the time. A lot of passion. <laughs> Fire. I'm passionate. Passion. I'm passionate. Okay, guys. So here we're going to talk about today. Um, I've been doing a lot of inner child work, as I told you offline. Mm-hmm. No, I like it. I like the I want it a little. I just oh, you want, want some? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I want a little oh, wave woo-woo it over. clearing. Wave it over yeah, your way. thank you. I know. Uh, so <laughs> I thought a good idea for us to chat about today would be to go back to our younger selves, our younger little girls, and what would we tell them now, knowing what we know now and what we've gone through in our lives, what advice would we give to our younger selves? Great. That's question. a hot topic, isn't I it? I like it. I know I like it too. So, who wants to kick us off? Why don't you? No, when you, I'll go All last. Right. I'm I'll going go. last. I'll go because I don't want to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I would tell myself that you, I don't even know my own strength, and that to dream bigger than you can even imagine, because you will make all those dreams come true. You just have to set a goal and go focus and it'll happen Mm -hmm. hard work obviously yeah hard work dedication loving what you do love big laugh 
Now, were you taught that as a child? I was taught all that, but I do. I think now when I look back, it's um, like it, where I would look like where my career is now. I could never have imagined it would be where it is, or that I would have the life that I have. And so I'm I'm really grateful for all that that I just kept working hard and setting goals and not getting comfortable. I think, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That uncomfortable state is the only place where there's growth and where you really change. You know, when you just get too lethargic and comfortable, you just are not really doing it. But when you're comfortable, you're open to new things. I had this situation about a year and a half ago. My friend Berlin Fisher asked me to um, take his place as the on-air beauty person on NBC on California Live and I'm like hell no I'm a makeup artist I'm like back there girl behind the camera and and he said no you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable and see what happens and it totally changed my life and you rock it I try really hard every and I single really episode is so you. good thank you I work really hard but if I hadn't gotten comfortable being uncomfortable and very uncomfortable, I wouldn't have these amazing opportunities. So now when I get that feeling of, oh, I'm scared, you know, this is yucky, I know that something fabulous is going to happen every time it does. Yes, yes, So if you can know that, like, why wouldn't you, you know, soar like a bird? Mm -hmm. Right. I have one more quote that is really great. It said, well, what what do I do? What if I fail? And it's like, no, what if you soar? That's right. Amen that. to that. Soar. I love it. Yeah. My dad used to say, you you can't be a pigeon and fly with the eagles. Oh, that's true. He used to say that. He's because he was, that's well, he was one. a Marine. So Good. he was all, <laughs> he had an affinity to eagles. <laughs> and the group, by the way. <laughs> but he, uh, he would always say that. Yeah. And I totally understand. It's true. And so we were talking offline, Christina, about, um, about people who think our lives look so great and they're so amazing and everything else, but we we've worked our ass off to have such great lives. It's true. This you, didn't happen you don't overnight. Just, no, you don't just get a. You don't just wake up and go, oh, I have a great life. You you create the beauty you want. You create the magic that's in your life and the people that you want to be in it. Yep. And it's it's a lot of, you know, there's especially now with social media. You know, we show you what we we want you to see. You don't see all the bumps and tears and agony and, you know, difficulties, but there's definitely constantly bumps in the road. It's just, I also know now, like, you know what? It's a bump. It's not the end of the world. And just let it pass because everything always works out. Worrying is the biggest waste of time in the, on Mm. there is because the universe is going to give you whatever you focus on. So focus on what you want, not what you don't want. So if you don't want these bad things, then stop thinking about it. Because that's what the universe thinks they're helping you by bringing on all this drama and agony because that's what you keep focusing mm-hmm. on. So mm-hmm. I just really try and focus on the outcome I want. Love it. Great advice to your little Christina. Oh, thank you. Libby. I love it. Jen? Yeah, I would say don't be in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I felt like I was, you know check the box, meet the right guy, buy the house, do the, all that stuff. And I wish I would have taken a year off to go to Europe Mm -hmm. or just, you know, travel, explore more, Mm -hmm. try different things rather than kind of say like, I have to, you know, achieve all these milestones because that's what society says. Are you doing that now? Are you enjoying things? No, I I retired a year ago. 
Okay, but are you? So, are oh, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's living her best life. Yeah, now, oh, yeah, now yeah. she's living her best life. I'm oh, taking yeah. classes. Good. I'm just having fun, doing some Perfect. volunteer work. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Going to Europe in two weeks. Yeah. Where are you going? She travels. Uh, we're starting out with, in uh, Amsterdam, and then we're doing Rome and the Amalfi Coast. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's a that. dream trip. So. Yeah. Awesome. I, I didn't know that about you when we were in our 20s. I didn't know you were checking off boxes. I don't know that I intentionally was, but it was definitely like, you know. You, you have were, to, though. You have to buy back. the house right away, and you have to do this, and you have to do that. No, you were always a real estate mogul early on. You were, because oh. I was living with you. <laughs> I was living with you. And she had the coolest bachelorette pad ever. She had this high rise on the 21st floor in downtown Phoenix that overlooked the entire city with this huge balcony. And it was so good. It you was could sick. probably look over the whole state. Oh, it was floors. It was here. amazing. It, and it, it was a fun place. Oh, I, sometimes I think I should have kept it, but oh. <laughs> I, you should have. You really should have, because you had. Oh yeah, I know you had some dates out on that balcony. You know. Yeah, it was awesome because it had these floor-to-ceiling windows, and you, it just from the lights of the city. You didn't have to have any lights on in the condo. It was almost like candlelight in there. Oh, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And, then, and we, how old were you then? We were in our 20s. We were like yeah, mid-20s, early, early 20s. 20s. Yeah. yeah. So I was driving around my little Mercedes 190E at 22 years old, and, you, and I, I was more into cars, and you were more into real estate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you still kind of are. I still, <laughs> kinda, <laughs> I still kind of am into Mercedes, I think, right, you by the are. way? Yes, with more. my little Miami Vice car out there. Yeah. <laughs> That's good advice, though. Slow down. Don't have to. Yeah, take the it right so guy fast. will come. The right whatever, all that stuff. Right? You don't do you have, have to kids? Be in a hurry. I do. How many do you have? I have. Um, well, I have a stepdaughter for my marriage, and then uh, I have one son. And so, do you feel like you've given that advice to them? I think so. Yeah, and I, I mean, I didn't have him until I was thirty-six. So it's like there's lots of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now you're giving him some really rock star advice. <laughs> Right? I'm is he, I'm but trying. is he taking it? That's well, the, yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the question. He's on his own journey. Well. <laughs> you know what's so interesting? My kids are older. Um, my oldest is going to be 30 in September, and then 28 and 23 and, and 17. But it was so interesting. My daughter, Rose, had said to me that my lectures on everything were dumb and lame. Drugs, alcohol, um, everything. But she said that the example that I set working hard, how I treated people, and, you know, how I deal with situations was so much more impactful. And so I just learned that, like, two years ago when she told me. I had no idea. I didn't really think they paid much attention to my behavior or, you know, my work ethic or anything. So that shocked me. Yeah, I Hmm. think they definitely pay attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. More than we think. Yeah. Yeah. No, they do. They do. I've gotten some amazing... um, Mother's Day and birthday cards from Lexi, who is my, my I call her my bonus daughter. Aww. And yeah. she, um, she's told, you know, told me I've been the most influential female role model in her life. And, That's you so know, beautiful. stuff that she'll write me stuff that I, she can't actually say or hasn't actually said to me. But the, the, I mean, I keep all her cards because they're so touching and so from the heart. Sometimes it's it. hard for them to verbalize even yeah. though they feel it but I mean mm-hmm. at least she can express it yeah you know in writing that's, so that's amazing I love to hear I should that call Taylor the same thing she's definitely a bonus daughter and she's uh she's 30 or she'll be, she'll be 30 here mm-hmm. in October yeah yeah that's fun okay Laura 
Get get on the mic, girl. Shout it out. Okay. I wish I hadn't been such a hoe. <laughs> but I will. I had a good reason. I can't wait. You mean you okay, tell wait, you mean, my diet coke you, and popcorn? Okay, go. You mean you tell your younger self to not be such a hoe? Yeah, because oh, okay. when I started in TV in production, I was one of two women on the crew, and I had choices. And the only way that I could get ahead in the business was to sleep with certain people. I'm not really? proud of that. Yeah. At Channel Three. Um, well, I travel for sports as well. Sports is the worst. But it, no one would have believed me if I would have said, this person did this and this person did that. And they would say, well, you know, we need them. We don't need you. So I made the choice of what I would do and what I wouldn't. I don't regret it. Because I survived in a man's world. And in the 70s, in a job that's all men, ruled by men, old white guys, you know, it was the way I did it, you know. So I, I don't, I don't regret it. Well, a couple of them I kind of do. They were kind of icky. They were icky. Just close your eyes and think about Mary Poppins or something. I don't know. But um, so no, but you know. Going back to what you said about telling your kids stuff, I have to say this, because I was a single parent, and my son at the time didn't listen to anything I said. He gave a speech at his wedding about what an influence that I had on him, mm. and he did it with his bride. Oh. And she said, you're the reason he turned out the way he did. Oh. Because I told them, no means no. End of story. No means no. And you treat a woman with respect. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I remembered those words. And I kept thinking, oh, damn, I just want it. And I did it. And I, uh, uh. So, you know, it, 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 was, it was good. They do listen. What a compliment that is. It was, it was pretty dang cool. Were you, you cry? I got a little teary. Um... But he told me I wasn't allowed to cry in front of everybody because I'm not a pretty crier. <laughs> okay. Oh, gee, thank Aww. you. Thank you for the compliment. No, Aww. he did that to just kind of lighten the mood. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, that's yeah. so sweet. So, but you know, it, I did have fun with some of them. Okay, so you tell your younger self not to be such a hoe, but you're a Catholic. But you're a Catholic girl. I thought that they're the biggest what? hoes on the planet. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, hey, excuse me. You know, it, it was, it's, they are. I would be in that confessional sometimes, and the people waiting were like, come on. Oh, my. <laughs> come on. I know. Mine were always the same thing. So you the confessed same every time? Um, no, I did a couple things I didn't confess, and then I gave up on confession because I thought, he doesn't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I just kind of thought, you know, I'll just have this private conversation with God. <laughs> Yeah. He loves yeah. me no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Well, that's interesting. Huh. I don't even know what that's to say. That's the only thing? I don't, know, I, I don't even know what to say about that. All right. About which, which That's part? it? That's it? That's all you would tell your younger self? Um, would, you you know, say I, you, would you say 
since you were like, since that was a thing, would you say protect yourself a little more and like, I mean. No, I never, I never felt that. But what I do wish, what I would tell my younger self, because I had a dream to be Barbara Walters. I wanted to be a part of 60 Minutes. And I was never told that I was smart enough to do that. Looking back on that, I think about it, and I think, you know what? I was smart enough to do that, and I let people, I let that get to me, and I didn't do it. You felt you needed approval? I, I thought I did. You know, it was, so, you know, it, it's, it's too late to do that now, but I wish I, I, wish I would have. It's a, it's a regret. You know, you don't let people tell you what you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell mm-hmm. my younger self that for sure. Yeah. You've got a dream. If you've got a passion, if you've got a purpose, live it. And if somebody doesn't get it, they don't get it. It's okay. F them. F them. I think, you know, it's so funny. I don't feel <laughs> like I need approval or I don't, I don't care if people are going to speak about me because, you know, they are going to come up with some, you can't control it first of all, but right. I also think like these people are going to, have these opinions just by looking at us mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know they come up with a whole story that's not even close to accurate mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. a total waste of time worrying about what someone's thinking about you when you know I had this experience on the flight here from San Francisco I had the Parker with me my dog where is Parker he's laying on oh, the ground he's, oh yeah. he's so cute yeah he's just laying on Ant's rug so he um <laughs> He has a carrier. He doesn't make a peep. He doesn't whine. He doesn't bark. He goes in the thing, and that's it. And the woman said, oh, uh, you know, he can't stand. And I'm like, this is the large, and he's like seven pounds less than he needs to be. And so they were giving me all this grief, and they're like, oh, so are you traveling for work? Or And I go, well, kind of both. And they're like, well, do you live there? And it, they, she goes, well, it must be nice to have your life. And I'm like, what? She said that? Yeah, I wrote them a letter today. And I got a letter from my vet, and that's not, they haven't heard the end of me. Because it was just so, she said, oh, he can't fly on as a carry-on anymore. He's too large. And he's, you know. He's so tiny. He's he so tiny. tiny. He's a tiny little shih tzu. And he, How much does he weigh? 16 pounds, and the carrier says you can be up to 22. And he had plenty of room to move. And so they were just being difficult and rude, and I'm like, sorry. There was no need for it, so. I think some airlines right now just want, like, some publicity, you know what I mean? Well, or it's not going to be good. Someone to shoot some video so they can get the, yeah, right. you know, that something can go viral. Or I mean, what. they charge. I mean, it costs $125 for him to yeah. sit underneath a seat. Right. It's not like he's got a seat. Right. Oh, so anyway. Ugh. That's ridiculous. I thought so. I don't like that. I don't either. It's my baby Parker. Well, I know. He came to see Ant, so. I know. I know, so I know. So chill. Okay, Ashley. Okay, me, my turn. I would say mine's similar to Jen's in the sense of I would tell my younger self, like, you have all the time in the world to be who you want to be. And I say that because, like, since I was literally born, I've been, like, a chronic overachiever. Like, that's, I feel like how I, maybe I validate myself is just through my achievements. And I always had, like, a very set idea of who I wanted to be. And I think I, like, was obsessed with it growing up and it was very career driven like the whole thing was career driven and I feel like if you asked my teenage self now I would say I'm probably exactly who I always hoped to be but now that I'm her 
I would say I closed myself off to a lot trying to become this version of myself that I wanted to be. So like, you know, certain relationships and just other things that I was completely not open to because I was so hellbent and like tunnel vision focused on becoming. You were clear. Mm -hmm. I was. That's beautiful. Like how great that you became clear at such a young age. Yeah, no, Most of us, it takes us a long time to become clear on goals we set. For sure. So who are you going to be now? Who knows? No, no. See, because you're not clear. Well, I am clear. I, I mean, I'm definitely, there's definitely more I want to achieve. I have my list of goals and dreams and all of that. But I will say that now, I, my next version of myself is just open to new things. You know, it's a little bit less about my career because that's what it's been my whole life, right? Now I've achieved a lot there. And now I just want to be open to like, what's, what's next for me? Kind of allow things into my life that I probably would have shut down prior. And I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. I love like, that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what I want to do next. I mean, yeah. We don't know what we want to be when we grow up. Stuff and <laughs> I think just being what you said, open. And I think yeah. you're open, Jen. Like to, you know, things. I think things, life It'll comes. Come. It'll come. Yeah. We yeah. don't have to know. We don't know. We don't have to know everything. I think we should be just learning be until the day we die. 100%. That's oh, something that's, that's yeah. for sure. I I firmly believe in, like, my mom and I were having this conversation because she's done a million things, but she's like, oh, I really wish I would have been a nurse. I wish I would have gone to nursing school. She's 54 now. I'm like, go. It only takes two years, go. Like, it's never too late, you know? And that's kind of my mindset is, like, I will live a million lives by the time I die. That's so cool. You know, my daughter just sent me um, an email yesterday about all these incredibly successful people that didn't become successful until they Mm -hmm. were so much older Mm -hmm. that you would think, like, Oh, they've always been successful. In their 50s. 50s or, yeah. and 70s. Yeah. And so I don't, I think just take age out of the equation. Agreed. You're, you know, whatever age you are, if you want to change your life or change your career, change where you, change whatever, be open to that. And don't put these confinements, these constraints on yourself of I'm too old or I can't. I, I, I've told my kids I'd rather you say fuck than I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, or I hate. Like, just, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. I can't is the worst. I can't. It's the worst. Don't make excuses. Just sort yourself out. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. one thing my, I will give my parents credit for. They did an exceptional job. It's like, they never told us no. Like, I don't think, I think that I was very privileged in the sense that I don't think I really ever, ever had somebody that didn't believe in me or think that I could do something, which was great. Like, if I told the parents, I, my parents I wanted to, like, go to the moon, they would have figured out a way to get me there. And I think that I was trying to tell my mom having this conversation, I'm like, have that same mindset that you had for us because, like, look at all of your kids and where we are mm-hmm. in our lives because of that. Like, nobody told us we couldn't do anything. Yeah. So what would your life have been like if you if you would have felt like your parents And it's the Christina Flack show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. These are, good, these are good questions. I'm just so I, know, I like it. I love it. I need to get a show uh, made. Yeah, you no, do. No, it's too much work. I like to put on yours better. Well, my parents would never have told me that. You know, they, they didn't believe in college for a woman. So I never had any of that. But you know what? It's okay because it, I found it within myself. And, you know, one thing you keep talking about, you know, you keep evolving if you want to do it. I have learned in the last, this is kind of funny, just in the last little bit, it's about purpose. What, do, what is your purpose? If your purpose is to make money, there's nothing wrong with that. That's absolutely fine. If your purpose is just to make people happy, that's your, that's your purpose. Live it. Live your purpose before you 
can't remember what your purpose is anymore. That's good advice. That's great advice. I gave good advice. We yeah. About my hoe comment. I, well, <laughs> oh, are you kidding? <laughs> that was well, the best. <laughs> you obviously haven't changed those ways. <laughs> I've been kind of good. Anyway. Laura, whenever we have sex talk, she's always the one. She's the go-to. She is. She is the go-to. Okay, y'all want to hear mine? Yep. Yes. I have a few. I have a few, actually. But um, number one would be to love my – I would tell my little Lisa to love herself just as she is because I was never – I was never given that. I was never taught to self-love. I was never taught that. I could be or do anything I wanted to be or do, and I didn't have a voice. So I would say to, you know, fuck that. Like, have your voice. Speak up. Love yourself as you are just because, you're a, just because God made you, just because of that. Um, and, you know, I, I had so many struggles with all of that, that that I was, I'm a self-proclaimed workaholic, as you guys all know, type AAA. And which has served me well in a few areas of my life. It has, because on the outside, it looks very successful. On the inside, I've had to, you know, squash a lot of demons because of it. Because who am I actually, you know, proving myself to or for or, you know, what have you. Um, I would tell her that you don't have to be, you don't have to do that. You don't have to prove yourself that hard to anybody. I think we need to just prove ourselves to ourselves and be our only you know meter our only gauge our only competition is us and the person that we want to be in this life and it's ironic that I didn't have a voice growing up and that I do have a voice now and I think that's one of the main reasons I started this podcast so that I could I could have a voice and help people that you know grew up the way that I did and maybe don't think that they don't have a voice or a choice and we do we do have those you know it sounds trite and so simple, but, you know, it, like Ashley, I was dr- exact opposite of you. Your parents, gr- you grew up with parents who said you could do anything. Mm-hmm. I grew up with parents where I had to, like, you know, I had to meter what was happening with their relationship and what with my father and his alcoholism. And, you know, the minute I walked in the house, I had to gauge how it was going to go. And, you know, th- I took that into my life. And I've said on this podcast before, that's really served me. That's served me well in my business life because I can, you know, read a room very quickly. But it also... It's also exhausting. <laughs> it's also very exhausting. So at the end of the day, I come back to me, you know, and just trying to make me the best me I can be. And, um, and that's okay, and it's enough. It's enough. It's enough. Mm-hmm. I don't have to continue to prove myself anymore. I'm just me, and that should be fucking good enough. I love that. Mm-hmm. How's that for an answer? Is it so basic? It's not basic. No, you guys, it's, was, it's you guys were so creative. No. Why are you saying that? Yours was great. Well, I think sometimes it, it is, like, as simple as that, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sometimes the simple things are much more complex and deep. Right? right. Well, I mean, in adulthood, can't we all pick out the people in, that we run into on the daily that don't love themselves? And that we, you can peg them and you can kind of see by some brief interactions that they didn't grow up loving themselves, right? I mean, I can. Um, 
And I think that there's a lot of people out there that just were told you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, and you were squashed and ha- didn't have a voice. And that's bullshit. It's bullshit. And now we're growing up in an age where, you know, every kid has a voice and every kid gets a trophy and every kid, you know, I well, mean. Well, now it's too much. It's just now it's yeah. way the opposite. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we were. I don't think that's serving. When I was a child, it's like we want to, you know, see you, not hear you. And we weren't allowed to have an opinion. We were not allowed to raise our voice. We were not allowed to be angry. We were not allowed to contradict what our parents told us. I mean, so. Is there anything new that you guys need to forgive yourselves for since last time I asked you what you need to forgive yourself for? Laura, maybe you have something juicy. Um, well, I kind of do. Ooh, go. Because, you know, I haven't. I can't hear you on the mic. Oh. Get in there. there I go. haven't wanted to really date for a while, you know, because of my health issues. Well, then I just decided, oh, fuck it. And so um, I went back online. And Uh-oh. I'll tell you what, I can weed them out. Some of them, I think, you are so full of shit. That isn't you. You don't look like that. There are not mountains in that state. (laughs) And now I can just laugh at it. You know, every now and then you do come across someone that's for real. And, you Mm -hmm. know, they really do, you know, want to, you know, a friendship, a companionship, a love relationship. You know, they're, they're legit. They're looking for something. But you have to get 90 through 90% of them that they must think women are flipping idiots. And, but it's kind of fun. I just laugh and, you know, I see these pictures and I, I, I think to myself, I need to redo your profile because that's not going to get anybody to date you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe what you should about, start that service. Well, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's funny because... It, it's don't give so much information away. There'll be nothing to talk about. Yeah. You know, whether you go have a drink or dinner or coffee, it doesn't matter. You, know, you got to leave something to talk about. But didn't you meet one one time you told me and like he took your hand and put it someplace? Yes. Oh, no. Stop. What happened? Tell us. On a first well, date? First meeting? Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it wasn't good. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was it was not acceptable. Um <laughs> But I have met people on a first date that I knew we were just going to be friends, and we're still friends. And and I have a, quite a few of them. It just wasn't, they, we weren't right for each other. But we get together as friends. <clears throat> and, you know, not friends with benefits, just friends. Friends with benefits have, have their place. But this is just friends. So that person that did the inappropriate thing, were you attracted to him before he did that, or were you not? No, so I got it a turned feeling you off. First, so you I had a bad vibe mm-hmm. for the beginning. You okay. She gave the signal, the signal to the to, to the, the bartender. bartender. Yeah, I would always go meet them at a neighborhood bar where I, I they knew me, and I would get there before them, and I would tell the bartender, "Okay, this is the cue. I'm slipping out the back way. <clears throat> if he doesn't pay." call me tomorrow and I'll take care of it. But I'll take care of just two drinks. So, yeah, it happened more than once. Really? Not that they grabbed me. That was that was like, wow. What's He's your cue to the bartender? I yeah. just say, um, let's say his name's Fred. Hey, Fred, um, I'm going to run to the bathroom. I said, don't let him drink my drink. Kind of <laughs> just something goofy, but I always take my That's purse. That's code. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. That's smart. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then, and I've never had any issue. I've never had anybody follow me home. Then 
I know of. I've never had anything. But you got to have somebody that's got your back. Yeah. Because men are sneaky. Oh, they are sneaky little buggers but sometimes. they say women are. Men and women. I think everybody both. has that. There's women that post enough pictures that don't yeah. look like them at all. Same thing. People. That's both. Yep. I, I, I told this story on the show one time, but the one, one of the blind dates that I had, and I have not had many, maybe two in my lifetime, but my client set me up when I was single. This is way back in the day. And he was a chiropractor. And I met him at the restaurant, and he sat down and ordered, like, a double whiskey, and, you know, and, he, and he's talking about his Rolex watch and how much it costs and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, ugh, kill me now. So I waited. I'm just, like, listening to his bullshit, never asking about me, never asking a question, just going off on this diatribe of his life and how rich he is and blah. And he's, he was a chiropractor. Anyway. I ordered, like, the most expensive thing on the menu. I waited until the food got there, and I dipped out to the bathroom. High five the waiter on the way out. He's like, are you out of here? I'm like, see ya. High five. And I was out. I was, like, booked it to, the, booked it to my car. Did you hear from him again? I saw, no, but I saw him in a bar um, in Downside Risk not too, oh, far, yeah, not too long after that. We saw each other across the room, and I was just like, ooh. We used to was, frequent that place all the Yeah, there. Downside Risk was Did he our, say anything to you? No, no, he said nothing. But he was, yeah, the, the bartender was like, what a tool. I mean, the guy was just such a, or the waiter, he's like, what a tool. I'm like, I know, smell you later. Bartenders must just hear the most extraordinary <laughs> conversations. <laughs> like, And that's not me, it's just like, you know, that's not my character. I mean, I guess it was back when I was dating. I guess it was, because I did it, but... Younger self, not the coolest thing to do, but it, he, I think he deserved it because he was such a smug weirdo. How would you but handle that now? How would I handle that now? Yeah. <laughs> the same way. No, I wouldn't handle it the same way. So I'd be like, do you, you have, I would probably sit there and be like, um, are you done now? And do you have any questions to ask me before I'm going to go ahead and make my exit? I would still leave, but I would probably vocalize why I was leaving and instead of just dipping out. But it was kind of funny. I did a lot of, a lot of funny things like that, but I was just on the spur of the moment. I just got, he was nauseating me. I was going to throw up my whatever, my vodka. Don't you cranberry. ever wonder, like, whatever happened to that person? Like, what yes. did he ever end up finding true love? Yes. Did he, did he, you know, get into a really amazing relationship, or did he find God, or did he become nice, or is he still the narcissist that he was that night? I know. Wouldn't I know that be want, interesting? Yeah, it would be interesting to find out. We should have him on. Ah! <laughs> so, dude, if that's you out there. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even remember his name. He's like, he's long distant memory. That's I don't think we want to put him through that. That but would be a good show. Wouldn't it? Yeah. That would be a good have, show. Uh, let's have our exes on and, and uh, <laughs> get to the bottom of some questions. Aye, aye, aye. That'd be, that would be so that'd be a not, There'd be some throwdown in here, I think. <laughs> I what? It, it, it should embarrass me. Well, it kind of did at the time. I... Went online, met this guy. He was great. We met at my bar. He was very nice. No, nothing bad happened. It was basically a hug good night. Had a great time. Had a great conversation. Blah, blah, blah. That was that. Then I met this other guy, and, and we really hit it off. We're, 
this was six years ago. We're still friends. <clears throat> and so we were going to go kayaking at the salt, on the Salt River. And he goes, oh, he goes, I invited my brother and some of his friends. I said, okay. So we go there. His brother is the guy that I had gone <laughs> out <right>. with. <clears throat> and I'm like, so I pull him aside and I'm like, okay. I went out with your brother once. <laughs> this is kind of awkward. And he goes, <laughs> he said, he goes, how many times did you go out with him? And I said, just the one time, nothing happened. And I said, I've been talking to you since you lived in Washington and going out with you and spending time with you. Obviously, I want to be with you. And he said, hold on a second. He calls his brother over and he goes, so you guys know each other? And he goes, oh, shit, Laura. <laughs> but it all turned out fine. Everything was fine. We had a good time. There were some other women there, and I kind of glommed onto these other women because I'm thinking, oh, this, this could be really bad. But it, it turned out everybody was very mature. Oh. Yeah. What a concept. I know. Maturity. And now he has his PhD. <clears throat> he, he's, uh, he works with people that have, you know, need therapy. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll meet him again one day in therapy. Well, he's, he's engaged <laughs> now, and he asked me to meet his girlfriend. He wants to know what I think. Oh. Oh, wow. oh interesting. Hey, we're good hmm. friends. I'll, I'll meet her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I wish him well. I wish you well, just well away from me. He's a great guy. Anyone else before we I want to hear somebody else's juicy story. Yeah, anyone else need to forgive themselves for anything We need to do the lately? F of the, of the day. The F word of the day? Yeah. Okay, you start. Well, I didn't think of one yet. <laughs> <laughs> what was your friggin' idea? I thought you were going to give me one. Friggin'. Friggin' is mine. Fun. fun? That's what mine. Fun. Come on. This was fun. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good word. That's a good word. You could, it's so good for so many ways. It could be like, oh, fuck, or fuck. It's like, it could be a happy word. It could be a sad word. It could be a mad word. I mean, it's, got, it's versatile. Yeah. It's a really there's versatile just, word. There's just some times where it's the only word that fits. It really is. Mm-hmm. Noun, verb, it's all the whatever. Things. It's all the things. Huh? Wouldn't it be fun to learn how to say it in other languages? Oh, yeah. We need Bo back on the, that speaks five languages. Remember? Oh, oh and he was quite handsome. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, Laura, you told him that. You I made it did known. Did you? <laughs> Before we even started talking, I said, you are very handsome. <laughs> she did. It was awkward for everybody involved. <laughs> I have no filter when it comes to that. You know what, though? That had to get kind of, he kind of had to like that a little He bit. loved it. Are you kidding? Who's not going to like yeah. He loved that? it. Exactly. He loved it. Yeah. yeah. Ashley, you were just being friendly. Yeah, I was. Welcoming. What's I'm your, what, oh, you're Googling <laughs> F words? Come on. Are we talking about our F word or what we need to forgive ourselves? How about for? flamboyant? Mm, I like that. I love that. Freaky. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Say it again, Laura, with the microphone. Freaky. (laughs) (laughs) She's our comic relief around here. I'm telling you. Ash. Do you have any other good words? What's another one of your favorites? What was the one from last time from from Brenda? Flourishing. Oh, that's a nice a one. one. I love flourishing. That it's is a, a title one. to the last podcast. F is for flourishing. 
I'm going to make a list of F words for us. Okay. And I'll put them up on TikTok and do a little dance around them. Yeehaw. Yep. You know I want to. That's such a like uplifting <laughs> word. Flourishing. <laughs> yeah. It is. Right? It is. On that note, girls. Friends. Oh, guys. Best friends. one ever. Oh, my gosh. I saved the day. Yes, you yeah. did. <laughs> do, 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 Freedom. Do. Freedom. That's good. Freedom, that's really good. That's really, yeah. Fly. Mm-hmm. With the eagles. For, with everything. Don't soar with the eagles. Soar. Don't fly with the pigeons. 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 Is that, is that like the lowest common bird? I think so. Most common? No, seagulls. Oh, no, it'd be a vulture. Oh, yeah. A vulture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soar with the eagles. Don't fly. Don't squat with oh the pigeons or the <laughs> you know what vultures. popped into our yard last night was a, um, a road runner i've never seen oh, one they're in so my yard. cool very cool they are the coolest yeah, they were yeah. like he was trying to get a drink out of the pool Aww, super they're cool. so cute yeah okay guys well thanks for joining Thank me you. today it was always always as always very much fun i love it i love it love it when we all just sit around and shoot the shit it's so funny the red show has nothing on us Wh- which one Red Table Talk. Red oh, table talk. oh, she's got a podcast. Oh, she does a, a YouTube show and podcast. She's been doing it for a while. Oh, and is it good? You know, I've seen it a couple of times, and it's not bad. I just concentrate on what we're doing. I look at a, I, I do listen to other podcasts, but I like to just. I don't want to compare well, because then it gets me nervous. Like I should mm-hmm. be saying and doing other things. She gets a little contrary sometimes. Oh, well. Hmm. How so? She. Sometimes she really comes at her guests, you know, for something they've said or done or something. And I, I don't need that. I can walk outside my door and hear that. Didn't you know? she have her husband on the show and talk mm-hmm. about her infidelity? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, look who she's married to. Give you my wife's name out your mouth. Yeah. Hit him. <laughs> my God. I mean, look who she's married to. She's going to have some opinions, obviously. On that note, love and light. Love and light. (laughs) We'll see you guys on the next episode. Love you all. Love you. you. Okay, guys, that's going to do it for another episode of Just Go F Yourself. Please do me a favor. Anywhere you download your pods, look for mine, like, subscribe, and share. Smash the share button, please, so we can get the word out. And if you're looking for me on Instagram, it's Just Go F Yourself on Instagram. If you want to send me a note, it's Lisa at JustGoFYourself.com. And until then, go out and live your best lives ever, ever, ever. And always remember to just go forgive yourself. See you on the next one. Love you guys.